Welcome to the Mount Nerds. My name is Caleb, and I hope you all are having just a wonderful and awesome, awesome day. On this week's episode, I have special guest Raphael from Big Frog Studios. Um, they are an indie game studio. They create unique and uh, really adorable games. That's what it says on the website, and I have to agree with that. Um, their games are pretty sweet. I mean, like, we're going to dive into this. Um, so, Raphael, thank you for coming on. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you so much for the, the invite. Thank Happy you. To thank be you. Here. Awesome. So, tell me a little bit about yourself, a little bit about Big Frog. Um, yeah, I'll let you take it away. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, my passion with games started a long, long time ago. So, since when I joined like university, let's say 2013, uh, I was I started to play a bit with uh, game creation and everything. So, uh, it started there, but it was just more like a hobby. So, I finished my university, which was like computer engineering, uh, and then after five years i just jumped into the it market so working with as a software engineer in a small company in uh sao paulo brazil uh actually it was like countryside of sao paulo so like in interior uh, but then after two years and no games yet i was just more as a hobby not putting any effort or anything and i didn't have resources as well let's say in that time but I wanted, I really wanted to, to the dream was, was there, was there. Like I was just, okay, one day when I have resource and time, I'm going to, I'm going to create my studio. I'm going to make games and that's it. Uh, so then after two years working in the IT market, let's say two, roughly two years and a half. Yeah. Two and a half years. Yes. And then I moved to Norway. So I left Brazil. I got a job uh, opportunity in Norway, moved from Brazil to Norway started to work here i have friends here so i'm more like now i can, I, I don't want to leave like <laughs> but i, I want to explore more places but here is it is it's being really nice for me and i found the the time and the resources that i that i needed to create the game studio so when the pandemic came uh that was in 2019 when i moved to norway so pandem pandemic hit yeah did hit us in 2020 right mm -hmm. I'm, I'm even losing track of the time right now i know it's, <laughs> it's crazy that it's been like three years yeah you no know, it's crazy it's crazy like sometimes i don't even believe like, it's like three years but yeah and then was when when the pandemic started i everybody from my company was like okay we got to do home office and i found the time so i was like okay now i don't need to commute anymore to work or anything um i have like some some time between some stuff that i want so i can search more about it so i started big frog studios unofficially in march uh 2020 uh, not not the, the wasn't the first launch but i started to develop the first game into in march i finished and launched it uh, as early access in august of 2020 uh, where i kind of found like a name and I got I got to create something to, to put the name and to put the, the and to launch the game. So launch the first game, uh, and again, when it's your first game, it's like it's not perfect. It's really bugged, and uh, but you, you gotta learn <laughs> because the, the goal was like I, I I started between 
the start of my university to my first game, I probably started working like 20 games, 20 projects that I dropped out in the middle of the development process, for example. So I was like, no, I have like 20 folders in my computer with like uncompleted, unfinished projects. So now it's time to, to launch it. And then uh, we launched the... Was back in the days, it was only me and uh, one friend that was like kind of teaching uh, how to, to program games and stuff. But he dropped out uh, after the, the game due like lack of time and stuff like mm -hmm. that. Then I continued by myself. Started to work in the high. Uh, the first title is Mind Mirror. Uh, still in Alexis. Haven't time to to add the more levels. Uh, still missing uh, some stuff to make the complete launch. Complete launch. Uh, then I started to work in the other one, which is High Laundry, which adds up a lot of value for me. Uh, even though it's a really unique difference, like it's kind of overcooked style. Mm -hmm. That's it, what I was the, looking at. I was looking yeah, at that. I was like, exactly this is like. It's overcooked, but with laundry, and I'm about that. Yeah. That's cool. I love it. <laughs> it's, it's like the theme is quite unique. Like, I've never seen, like, a laundry game or something. And then, okay, overcooked, it's quite nice. So why not mix up and and have some feedback? And then High Laundry, also a, a, a really fast project, six months. So I work really hard every every day, basically. Uh, and with High Laundry, I got to model some stuff because... In Mind Mirror, I did the code and the design and everything, but like the objects, like 3D objects and modeling, I just got red made from the store. With High Laundry, half of the assets are from the store. I didn't do any, any of the assets. Uh, however, the main models, for example, the characters, I think, the like the the, the machines, like the dryer, the washing machine. The dry machine and the, the clothes and everything you can you can see if you really pay attention you see that it has less detail in those items because it was me modeling and i'm a i'm a developer like i, I i'm mm -hmm. i'm i like the creation <laughs> part and everything but like the modeling part is not for me it's not for me so <laughs> so yeah and then august 2021 everything starts officially so august 2021 i uh create the, the uh, registered company uh, in Brazil mm -hmm. uh, I hired my the, my first I don't like to, to, to like to call employee but it's like a collaborator collaborator mm -hmm. even though he's employee uh, <laughs> but I, I really don't like the, the this, this this word let's say because I feel like they are uh, he's now building the whole company with me so he's more like a paid awesome. uh, a paid partner, <laughs> let's say. So, so let me ask you if I don't want to, I'm sorry if I, I'm pushing too hard here, but are you doing this full-time? Is this your full-time passion or you're still kind of still working mm. on building, still working on getting there? Mm, yeah, kind of. No, I don't do it full-time because I have my, my, my formal work. So I work in a company that works with data. So that's my full-time job, my nine to five, let's say. But like, when I started, when I decided to start the the company itself and hire someone full time, was basically because I I wanted to push projects. I wanted to to create to have a lot of people with me and be able to create games and faster. Till I found something that I that really hits the public or the players, and then I can drop out. Let's say my 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 work, uh, my formal nine to five. But nowadays I still need to work, and yeah. because the money that I get there, I need to pay like the, all the assets. I need to pay 
like subscriptions that that we need for example uh mm -hmm. or kind of the data uh, it helps pay for like the day-to-day -day stuff yeah yeah and then of course the the collaborators so right now have uh igor is a developer that works with us uh and we are trying to bring another one uh next month so April, awesome April so you or May. you were so it's getting bigger i mean you're doing a lot more yeah yeah we need we need to do with like because the idea is to work with small projects uh so if i have one developer i have one project going on plus my project if i have two developers i only have two projects so two games going on because i want to create small games that's what we are doing all of our projects right now uh since we have no publishers no investor investors or anything it's just me like in, investing in, in the company mm -hmm. we, we cannot afford to work in a project me let's say Igor and another developer that might join we cannot afford to work two years and then we launch the game and people doesn't like the game yeah people don't like the game then then i like i spent two two years uh so two two developers me time everything money so i'm trying to make uh not only a dream, but like a sustainable dream. I yeah, can absolutely. definitely work in a big game, two years, uh, make a re really huge game. But again, sometimes just what takes is like, remember Flatbird? It was like yeah. a one week development. You know what I'm saying? And mm -hmm. and now the guy has resources to continue. Wasn't his case, but you can get a lot of other examples, examples that it works. And mm -hmm. then you can get the resource from that first game and then create a sequel and make it huge or Absolutely. add the features that you want. So that's one strategy. So we want from the strategy from uh, August 2021 to uh, to August 2024 is to have 20, 20 games, 20 small games. Uh, it's four months per project, per game. Uh, oh, wow. I, it's quite, it's quite, it's an, ambitious it's, goal, yeah, but... it's, quite, it's an ambitious goal. Yeah, it's an ambitious goal. However, if we if we if we follow what what we're doing right now, we have mm. to already we're launching the rejoinder now uh, this month. It was supposed to be launched in early February. However, we had some uh, some discussion not discussions but like some we were trying to getting uh, back in uh, like to get an investor a publisher mm -hmm. for rejoinder, and then. We were in a talk during January, whole January and February. Uh, so we were like, okay, let's postpone then because if we have a publisher, we can stop everything else and then we're going to have funding and money to work and make the game bigger. You yeah. know what I'm, I'm saying? Because then we have the, the money we need, the resource we need. Well, I have to say I'm very impressed because you've put out three games and it looks like one every year since 2020. And yeah. uh, the games... I'm, you know, just looking at, I know you were kind of saying about high laundry. I was watching some of the videos. I went through and watched all the videos that you had posted of the, of the gameplay. And dude, they look pretty polished. Like, I don't, you, they may be a little buggy or something like that's what you're, you're telling me, but they look really nice and really polished. And it looks like you put a lot of work into them. They're not these guys. Like if you're listening to this podcast and you're like, I don't know about, you know, smaller games or tiny games. Like these are, these are pretty quality. Um, they don't look, they look like they could be, um, you know, like come from like a, a major studio or something. Cause they, I mean, they, they really do look nice and I kudos for that. Um, I, uh, I think yeah. they're really cool. I'm seriously interested in high laundry. I need to play this game. 
because <laughs> it looks i am a huge fan of overcooked and uh just watching just watching the video i was like man this is this is this looks so fun and then tell me so tell me a little bit about rejoiner what's the what's the deal with that one like what um I, i'm just kind of reading the description here find an army of skeletons and evil warriors collect coins and upgrade your gear um it's a you got a, it's a roguelike kind of game procedurally generated tell yeah. me a little bit more about it yeah, so thank you for the Highlander comments and everything. I think, like like you said, just a, a pinpoint there is like you can I can improve a lot on these games, but I don't have time. So yeah, if people like it, I work on top of it. And Rejoinder is is the same. So it's a small project, four months project. We develop in four months. Uh, so we are in, in, in the schedule still. So if we follow the schedule, we're gonna be good. Uh, so it's for a four-month project, so a small project that it's a whole glide like you like you read, and we're basically now random procedurally, kind of procedurally generated word, word let's say, uh, but it's like based in chunks. So we have like a couple chunks that are similar, but then they they are random, like a bit random in the, in the in each level, and it's a infinite and repeatable game. So you start, you choose a character. Uh, we start uh, battle against some waves of monsters, skeletons, and stuff like that. And every five levels, you have or a stage, as we call. Uh, every five stage, uh, we you you can battle against a boss. So you're gonna have a we're gonna fight a boss, which is usually like we have four type of boss now. We have a golem, like stone golem. We have a warrior. A huge warrior, like a giant. We mm-hmm. have uh, an kind of our archery guy, um, and which is the best boss. I think we released a video uh, about them in in our social media as well. It was one of the best mechanics because you need to to like dodge the arrows, but when you go close to him to beat him, you have like a ring of arrows in your head, so you need to back and dodge back again so it's a quite nice mechanic this boss was implemented because of the publisher because uh, they were like okay could we implement another boss for us and we can check and and, and review it um, and then the other boss is just a necromancer which it's a guy basically that spawns a lot of enemies and you need to mm-hmm. just kill the enemies first and then go after him or you choose and then every five levels you have those uh, bosses it's random and the the difficulty uh, increase uh, along the game, so we start to get normally the the enemies like start to get more strong than you until you get a new weapon. So then maybe you get a new weapon randomly in the in the in a boss fight, for example, or in some chests that that is like spread out to, through the the levels. Uh, you have magic, like it's a really simple mechanic of magic, and yeah, I think. Thing is it's a really small game it's like we we wanted to make it really bigger so we already have like a game document designed for the rejoinder 2 rejoinder mm-hmm. and uh there's also kind of a spin-off uh being worked on right now we can talk uh, more about the future projects later if you, yeah you know. absolutely well i just want to go off of it too like um do you do so like I, because I know absolutely nothing about <laughs> this kind of stuff. So like, 
the 3D model design, you said that you you do some of it. Did you do a lot of it for Rejoiner? Is that is that model that models that you've purchased or no Rejoiner was yeah I know Rejoiner was uh, we just purchased as assets. So we got to modify some of them, like uh, to for example the the swords, the like the weapons in general in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got to modify it a bit, uh, like change the texture and stuff. Uh, but like all the the uh, the three D models itself is not made from us. You don't have time, and you don't have hand, hands as well. So we we want to have in the future a guy just for three D modeling, because I think it's one of the part of the games that takes a lot of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and since we're talking about four month projects, it's quite hard to 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 create the models as well. So we, that's one of the 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 things that we need to to have a good stretch is like how to put together uh, the assets that we want and combine them because that it's quite hard to find okay to find a pack of assets that is like made like okay this is a pack you can make a full game with that so it's quite mm-hmm. hard to find even though you can find some in the asset store some good ones sometimes for us it's easier because it's like smaller games like yeah and you know it's the crazy thing is and i won't even say the crazy thing is but there's such a market for these smaller games too like there's people you know uh, you hear a lot of people talk about elden ring and all these big games that are coming out but you're like there's a sect of people that really love smaller games i actually am one of them i love every once in a while finding like a little small little indie game just to play that's not going to take a ton of time but just something fun to do um for you are you looking to do anything on mobile i know you have a lot on steam are you looking to do like mobile games at all in the future or is you're just kind of primarily sticking with like steam pc kind of games yeah i get this question a lot uh from friends from everybody it's it's more like i choose pc because uh even console is quite it's quite complicated we got the the license for nintendo switch after high laundry uh, but like I haven't touched on this because the friction to release a game on Steam is like almost nothing mm-hmm. because you pay the license, uh, you set up your page, set up the deployment of the game and everything, and it's there. The first you only have the first time some papers that you need to like just sign up like it's a couple clicks and you're good to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you are going for mobile, uh, mobile you need to like you need to go through the uh, Play Store and App Store requirements. And uh, you have if you're going for iOS, it's easier. For, it's a bit easier the development itself because you have one or two types of things that run iOS, for example. Like you have the iPad, have the iPhone, and they basically run like they run the the, the same system, right? Mm-hmm. So uh maybe it's just scale of screen display stuff like that mm-hmm. uh but like if you go to android you have billions of devices and different mm-hmm. hardware different everything so it can can cause some problems so everything on mobile is more is more complicated uh yeah. even though you got to think about it like okay but the games are smaller not necessarily and and for us for a month development it's basically impossible to launch a small and 
okay quality game or playable and fun doing the models and also uh, going for mobile. It's I, I don't think it's possible unless you have a big team. Like yeah. with one person, like one, two persons, uh, one or two people is... It's, yeah. it's way more complicated than it sounds yeah, like it's kind of sure. worth it. That's, that's a that's lot of point right now. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome, man. Well, can you tell me a little bit about you were kind of mentioning you had some kind of future stuff in the works. Is there anything you can disclose, talk about anything? Yeah, yeah. I think I think uh, what can what can I say is we have Rejoinder going out now. Uh, we want to release some small updates for Rejoinder for sure. Depend of how the how it the public uh, reacts, let's say. Uh, but Rejoinder is like a slice from a big project, um, which means that we have a big project, uh, but we cannot release them. We cannot release it because, of course, it's too big for us. So Rejoinder is a small slice. So we're going to uh, use the mechanics of Rejoinder for a sequel eventually in the f- future after mm-hmm. we launch some updates or some DLCs, like free DLCs, for example, and updates. We don't plan to make any, like, Paid, paid content. Uh, you buy the game. You buy the game. That's it. Yeah. Uh, but we want to have a sequel, which is gonna change a bit the like the the way that we play. But like it's the same game. It's gonna be the same game, but a, a better better assets, combat improvements, more content, which is the most important for us. We need to put more content, and then you can use the base of Rejoiner to launch Rejoiner Dois, uh, Rejoiner two, two. Sorry. And yeah, I think that's. What what can I say about this is more content, more mm-hmm. a, a better world, let's say, with more levels, uh, and it's gonna it's gonna be kind of fixed. The it's not it's not gonna be like it's gonna be repeatable, but it's gonna be uh, we're gonna have like for we are planning at least in the game the game uh, document, it says that we're gonna have five kind of four or five worlds uh, with five levels each. Uh, awesome. And then you play against uh, against a boss, and you have a small city just to buy your weapons and kind of trade some stuff. Are you so doing that's... different? Or is it going to be kind of in the same world, like same biome? Or are you doing planning on different biomes? Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be the same type of uh, the biome, uh, but like inside because you're gonna be in the city where you can trade and uh, upgrade the stuff. Oh, that's cool. Uh, just your equipment. You're gonna have the inventory system for that. Uh, and then you go for the dungeons, and each dungeon from these four, I think I think it's four or five. Each of these dungeons, uh, you're gonna have a bit different, not biome, but like one is gonna be like with fire stuff, the other is gonna be more with like something inside lakes or water or something, something like that. Like the color, like the the way you play is gonna be different. That's why we split it up in in a couple uh, words, and then you can just go there, battle, fight, and then get back to the city uh, when you finish. And get some quests, small quests and stuff. So it's gonna be more an RPG. We're gonna add more the RPG aspect on it. Awesome, that's cool. I, this really looks like a cool game. I am not usually a fan of roguelike games, but I I'd be down to play it. Like it looks <laughs> it looks really neat. Like the and it looks I don't know. It just looks fun. Um, so far, man, I am really really impressed. Yeah, I know you keep saying that you're just small and it's just by yourself and and everything else and. But you really are putting together some really cool stuff um, that I advise all my listeners go check out. Um, if you're a fan of just like smaller games, even if you're a fan of games, just go check these games out because they are 
pretty they look pretty cool and pretty polished and like they look really neat and it's i i wouldn't recommend something i wouldn't say go play this if i wasn't interested myself so um it's definitely some that i would i'm gonna be checking out yeah man thank you so much for coming on the show i really appreciate you just taking your time to meet with me and and talk about this because like these games look cool and like i'm i'm pretty impressed so um where if somebody wants to come check you out and hear more from you where's the best place to find you I think uh, if it's related to the company games and everything, you have the Twitter. I think it's the easiest one. Uh, so big at Big Frog Studios on Twitter uh, altogether. It's, it's quite easy. Uh, and of course, we have the website, which directs you to to the Steam page, to the Twitter Twitter page, and uh, and, and of you guys course have a Discord, right? Yeah, we have a Discord community channel as well, where you can see the new projects. Uh, there is another. There is a project like being developed now that we're posting there. It's quite nice. Uh, so maybe check out. If you go to our website, we have the the link for the Discord as well. Uh, awesome. So you can go direct to to our Discord and Twitter and Steam from the website. So website's the the way to go. And of course, you can hit me uh, in my let's say personal uh, profile LinkedIn or whatever. <laughs> Awesome. So I'm always uh, available to talk with people. I think it's quite nice. Cool. Awesome. And then you can find us on our socials. You can find us on Twitter at Nerds Mountain, on Facebook at Mount Nerds Podcast, and on Instagram at Mount Nerds Pod. You can also find us streaming on Twitch every Sunday at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. And also, guys, I'm proud to announce this, that we have remade our Discord page. We are now back on Discord the community group officially 2.0. Uh, if you're interested in joining, please hit me up and I will send you a link to get on our page. Um, it is a great little community we are building so far. And I'd love to just sit back and talk with you um, about just random nerdy things. Um, but guys, that is it for this episode. Thanks again for listening. Raphael, thanks again for coming on and everybody. Stay safe, stay nerdy, be blessed, and have a wonderful day.